morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Today is June 20th. We hope that you guys had a great weekend. I'm JL, one of the 731 hosts, and I'm solo dolo today. Missing the other 731 hosts for sure. Bo, Elton, and Charlie. Uh, Looking forward to be able to to do the show with them this week, but still happy to be delivering an episode to you guys today. Most of us have the day off, so I hope you guys are enjoying it, just relaxing, spending time with family. If you had to go to work today, I hope that you guys are having a great day thus far. If you're an avid listener of 731 or if you're new, which we I know we've had some new listeners join over the course of this last couple of weeks. Uh, first of all, welcome. Uh, we're happy to have you. And second of all, this is our thing. Every single day we have either an anniversary or a birthday for something that happened on this day in history. So today is no different than any other day. And there's a few films you guys might recognize. So, on June 20th, 1975, the first Jaws film released. On this day in 1980, the Blues Brothers released. I love the Blues Brothers. That's a good, good movie. And on this day in 2003, the Hulk movie released. It's hard to believe with movies like uh, The Hulk, which came out in 2003, like we just said. It's hard to believe that it's been almost 20 years since those movies because I was actually alive to, to see those movies and to know that they came out. I wasn't alive in 1975 and 1980, obviously, but, you know, it's like to know that something came out 20 years ago to me. So those are the movies that came out on this day in history. You might want to go and rewatch one of them since it's a kind of a light, easy day. And with that, we will jump into some NFT updates, courtesy of Charlie. NFT NYC is this week, and there's some cafe plans for 1.37 p.m. Who's got a lot going on with NFT NYC as well. The fourth annual NFT industry event is, like we said, going on this week, and it starts today. 1.37 p.m., like we said, is going to be a part of the festivities with days worth of relevant events. So if you're a project founder, writer, deacon, or involved in the NFT slash Web3 space in any sort of way, come through and pay a visit to the 1.37 p.m. cafe. Today, the cafe is open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And there's an Amber Victoria mini dock premiere from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Tomorrow, Tuesday, V Friends Cafe is open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And there's a V Friends Happy Hour from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Wednesday, there's a local weather meetup from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., a Webacy meetup from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and Thursday, the cafe is open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and there's a Webacy meetup from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., a lot going down in NFT NYC community. So make sure to check those things out. And with that, we will hop over to gaming, courtesy of our guy Elton. The big Final Fantasy games are on the way, and this is Elton style for sure if you know him. Final Fantasy fans are eating buffet style right now. Last Thursday's Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary celebration event was short, sweet, and straight to the point with all the major reveals it had to offer. So, Final Fantasy VII Integrate is finally available on PC via Steam. Plus, you can actually play it on the Steam Deck portable gaming console if you were lucky enough to get one. 
Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, which is a remaster of the PSP game that dropped in 2008, will be releasing this winter for last-gen and current-gen consoles. And finally, the second part of Final Fantasy VII Remake Trilogy is called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which will only be releasing on the PS5 at launch sometime next winter. And we have an entertainment box office roundup courtesy of our guy, Connor. So one of the summer's biggest blockbusters, Lightyear, which is based on the Buzz Lightyear character from the Toy Story films, opened this weekend but failed to reach infinity at the box office. Finishing in second, Lightyear earned $51 million domestically and another $35 million internationally, which fell short of Disney and Pixar's expectations for the film. Jurassic World Dominion remained at the top spot of the box office this second weekend, adding another $59 million domestically, bringing its domestic totals to $259 million. Top Gun Maverick continued its impressive run in theaters with $44 million in sales, nabbing third place and bringing its worldwide total to $885 million. And amazingly, only one other film that debuted and wide release has generated more in its fourth box office weekend. That would be Avatar with $50 million according to Variety. It's also the highest grossing film of 2022, now officially surpassing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness this weekend. So Top Gun Maverick continues to do what Top Gun Maverick has been doing since it's been released, which is dominating. And we'll hop into the world of hip hop. Drake's surprise album made music history. Now there's a little um, back and forth over what people think of this album. Some people love it. Uh, Some people don't love it. Uh, It's very much, I guess you could call it house music or a beat dance retro music whatever you want to call it um it's been a divide amongst people especially on twitter as opposed to whether or not they are filling the album um but whether you like it or not according to a press release honestly Nevermind became the biggest dance album in apple music history breaking the record for first day streams worldwide of course drake currently holds the record for the biggest album in apple music history by first day streams worldwide with last year's certified lover boy and 2018 scorpion is the second biggest album by first day streams worldwide so drake is really competing with himself at this point he also holds the record for the biggest song in apple music history with uh, our by first day streams worldwide with girls want girls so um yeah drake is just when it comes to the apple music charts it seems like he's he's going against himself and beating himself so whether or not you like the album you can't deny the fact that it's pulled some numbers and it's doing what drake normally does a lot of times artists don't want to make the same music over and over and over again and they kind of want to experiment and do different things especially once you get to a certain point of your career and you kind of have the control that drake does have right now where maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago when he first debuted or close to that um he might not have had the power to make certain music and maybe this was something he always wanted to do and he wanted to try it so guys that is going to do it for today's episode for more detail on these stories and more make sure you head to 137pm.com or follow 137 on all social media platforms also be sure to hop into our discord so you can chat with us in our community we'll be back tomorrow and as always remember to stay curious 